Welcome to Episode 5 of Murder, We Write. I'm your host, Carol Goodman Kaufman. On this podcast, I talk with crime writers whose short stories and novels run the gamut from cozies to domestic thrillers. We'll learn from them about their craft, their process, and the business of writing. My guest today is Sharon Daynard. Sharon's writing ranges from light and quirky to downright dark and troubling. Her debut novel, Murder Points North, puts a humorous spin on murder in a small town. Her short stories include The Boss of Butler Square, which received honorable mention for the Al Blanchard Award, and Widow's Peak, which was shortlisted for a Derringer Award. A banker by day, Sharon has had some up-close and personal experience with both grand juries and lie detector tests. When she's not banking or writing, she is a founding partner of Potter's Field Publishing. So welcome to Murder We Write, Sharon. Wow, my first question, Sharon, have to be about the lie detector test. Why? Please tell us about that. Hi, Carol. Thank you for inviting me today to Murder We Write. And I wish there was a salacious story behind why I took a polygraph test, but there really isn't. I was simply trying to get ahead of rumors that had me linked to a robbery that took place some 1,500 miles from where I live. I hired a gentleman to perform the test. It proved I had no prior knowledge or involvement in the robbery. But taking the test itself was fascinating, and the gentleman who performed it was a riot. He told me so many stories about other polygraph tests he performed in the past, one of which was about a company that hired him to do a routine polygraph on employees, and one gentleman who sat down was so nervous when he was taking the test, and The man who was conducting it kept telling him to just relax, you know, there's nothing to worry about. And the guy just blurted out that he had murdered his wife some 20 years ago and just couldn't go on because he knew the test was going to prove that. I don't think that happens almost every day. Wow, Sharon, that's a great story. That lie detector guy must have been the star in the detective's room that week. Now, I want to ask you, have you ever used lie detector tests or your experience with grand juries in your writing? I haven't, but you never know what might come up in a future story. So let's talk about your writing, Sharon. When did you first start writing? Was it always fiction? And was it always mysteries? I think I started writing fiction back in grade school when I got an A-plus on a book report for a book I'd never read. But seriously, I started writing mysteries about 25 years ago after I'd read Diane Mott Davidson's cozy, The Grilling Season. And I thought, hey, I can do this too. Huh. So that book report was your first work of fiction, huh? Sharon, who are your idols in mystery writing? Is there a favorite one or two that you return to over and over again? As I said, Diane Mott Davidson introduced me to the cozy genre and mysteries, but for the pure humor and unforgettable characters, I just love, love, love Dorothy Cannell's series and Janet Ivanovich. Do you try to incorporate any of the elements from their stories into yours? I do, Carol. I try to have a varied cast of characters that my readers can relate to. If I'm writing a dark story, I try to infuse a little bit of humor into it. And vice versa, if I have a campy story, I try to put a little bit of darkness into it to keep things interesting. And you do a darn good job at it too, Sharon. So let's talk about your writing process. How do you schedule your writing time? You have a day job. Do you, do you write every day? Is it consistent? 
I wish I had the luxury of writing every day, but as you said, with the full-time job, it's next to impossible. What I typically do is I get an idea for a story, whether it's a short story or a novel-length fiction. I think about it. I jot down some notes. I let it fester as long as it can in my brain. I'll sit down at the computer, get a little bit of it down, and just go back and keep filling in and filling in and filling in until I have a story done, whether it's, like I said, novel length or a short story. I typically know the beginning of my story and the end, and it's just a matter of filling in the rest. So from that answer, I gather that you are more of a pantser than a plotter, or do you outline at least some? That's right, Carol. I am a pantser. I have tried doing outlines, very elaborate outlines, and what I find is I don't stick to the outline. I end up writing Whatever comes to mind as I'm in the moment, instead of following that outline. Um, I don't like the the structure behind an outline. I like to just go with my gut and just see where it takes me. So do you do research for your stories? And do you use your background in banking to inform any of them? I try to do a minimal amount of research for a story, especially when writing a short story. I'd rather write the story and then go back and make sure there's nothing that I have to tweak. For novel-length fiction, sometimes you have to do more research, and I'll do that, but I just don't want to get to the point where I've taken myself down a rabbit hole, and I'm doing days, weeks, months of research for something that takes up one paragraph in a story. As for banking, I have two short stories that have bank scenes in them, The Boss of Butler Square and also The Most Wonderful Crime of the Year. And strangely enough, they are both two of my favorite stories. So Sharon, one last question about writing. What are you working on now? I'm in the final edits of a novel-length caper about five women who, in lieu of finding the perfect birthday gift for their friend's 50th birthday party, decide to murder her deadbeat philandering husband. It's a case of the perfect murder gone hilariously wrong. I've actually read parts of that story in progress, and I'm really looking forward to seeing the final product. It is very funny. But now I'd like to switch from the craft of writing to the business end of things. Sharon, you actually founded a publishing company, Pottersfield Publishing. Can you tell me why you did that and how it's working out? I'm very proud to be a part of Pottersfield Publishing. It was established a few short months before the start of the pandemic with the intent of giving new writers a publishing venue. But more importantly was the mission behind Potter's Field, and that was to take a generous portion of sales profits and donate those to food banks, soup kitchens, and other charities that deal in food insecurities. And I'm happy to say we've lived up to that. That is terrific, Sharon. And in full disclosure, two of my stories are published in a Potter's Field anthology, A Plot for Any Occasion, So I am particularly proud that this is the kind of work you're doing with the publishing company. And on that note, I want to thank you so much, Sharon, for talking with me today. I'm sure our listeners will be inspired by your work and maybe get some good ideas. Thank you. And thank you again, Carol, for having me here today. And best wishes on all your writing endeavors. And thanks to our listeners. We'll be back next month with a new episode of Murder, We Write.
Shortcast Club.